Welcome to 10 Minutes, a breakout investor podcast. Today we are talking about Boardwalk Tech, ticker BWLKF, with Florian Bushett. First, a disclaimer. No one on this call is an investment advisor and no one is providing investment advice. Before investing in any company stock, you have to do your own research. Supporting materials for today's discussion will be posted on the Breakout Investor Discussion app, which is located at app.breakoutinvestors.com. The application and much of the research content is free. After registering or logging in, use the search bar at the top right of any page, type in the ticker, and the results will give you a link to the research post with this podcast. Now to our topic, Boardwalk Tech. Florian, this is another one of your microcap finds. Company has a $36 million market cap, trades OTC, and is and likely no one outside of your circle has ever heard of it. Can you give a little background on the company and explain why breakout investors should be interested? For sure. So Boardwalk Tech is an enterprise software sales company. It's not easy to explain what exactly they do because they have a whole range of different products, but it all evolves basically around their digital ledger platform and working with structured as well as unstructured data. Um, the most prominent application that they offer is based on Microsoft Excel. It works like an add-on for Excel. So everybody that knows to use Excel can just as well use their application because it just sits on top of Excel. And it allows features like collaboration, security, compliance, et cetera, et cetera. So if you have a complicated application running on an Excel spreadsheet, like supplier management, insurance claims management, things like that, where you have different people needing access and needing different levels of access, that's where Boardwalk Tech can really shine with their application. Am, am I uh, understanding that this is a um, blockchain application? It's not really blockchain. It's similar to blockchain, but blockchain is decentralized, whereas Boardwalk Tech solution is centralized. It runs all on Boardwalk Tech servers. But the idea here is that you have, you know, I suppose in a way it's more like an NFT, isn't it? in the sense that you have control over your applications. And because of this technology, you've got greater visibility and control to sharing, using, accessing, changing, and the like. It's not really like an NFT. So the point is really that it is centralized. So everything related to blockchain, NFTs, that is all decentralized uh, via mining and sort of some kind of consensus mechanism, but there's no one entity that sort of has the keys to the kingdom, so to say. Well, that, that but, part I certainly understand, but in terms, yeah. it, it, it's all, a, it's, it's a form of security, isn't it? It's a form of security and especially compliance. And this is, this is very important because if you think about, let's say you're a financial institution and Citigroup, for example, was just last year, find a lot of money for non-compliance in things like board or tech could solve. So if you have this spreadsheet and you have several people being able to change things, you need to know exactly who changed what when. And board or tech provides not only security, but also collaboration on different levels. Different people have different access rights. 
and then also an audit trail. So if your auditor, for example, comes or, or if, if it's about compliance, um, you can always say exactly when, which entry, how was changed. Now, isn't this a feature that, that's already built into Microsoft Excel? It's not, it's not such a round solution. So my understanding is that there are sort of add-ons around it, um, but not in that kind of depth that PhotoVoltaic offers, especially if you combine it with collaboration and scalability. So you can not only have like two people work on a, a spreadsheet, it might be a hundred people. It's not simple spreadsheets, right? These are complicated applications that they manage. Right, right. I, I'm thinking of the one soft uh, files that uh, Aaron talks about with respect to that pipeline uh, uh, integrity company. Massive, massive, massive uh, enterprise level uh, uh, Excel files. I don't know that they need the security, but but I, I I appreciate the kinds of things that you're talking about. Yeah. So so the the difference really is when you talk about OneSoft, it's all about data. So they could they have their pipeline data in in Excel spreadsheets, but that is only data, nothing else. What BordoTech really does, it's it's less about it's less about the specific data itself. It's more about the applications that run with the data. Ah, I see. Okay. So now so think. Think, think naively about about the applications in uh, about formulas you have in Excel, right? And you and me probably use like very easy formulas, but there are much more complicated things you can imagine, right? Spreadsheet with, with hundreds of, of tabs and, and different cross references and, and what have you. And Boardwalk Tech can easily put these things into the cloud, make it so that people can collaborate, um, make it safe and make it audible. And, and how does uh, an audit trade, how does uh, Boardwalk protect its business model in terms of uh, proprietary uh, and uh, defensible offerings? Uh, why can't Microsoft just copy what they're doing and integrate it into the app itself? Uh, so Microsoft could probably develop it themselves, but or something similar. But Boardwalk has has IP rights, patents, and it's it's relatively unique what they offer, especially if you talk about Microsoft. What Borotech does, I asked the CEO basically this exact same question. What Borotech does does not fit into the sales model of Microsoft. I understand. Yeah, just just because a software company can do something doesn't mean that uh, exactly. it eliminates a business opportunity, especially exactly. one that's relatively discreet like this. Okay, yeah. now you've you've put a couple of posts up uh, on the on the application uh, breakout investors, uh, suggesting that they've signed a, some very large well, they've signed contracts with some very large entities. Could you talk yeah, about that? Yeah, so I should, I should say in general, Bordotech has already many very big and important customers. So Mars, Apple, Heineken, Ernst & Young, Accenture, Broadcom. So big, big companies. And what their business strategy is land and expand, right? So they have connections to these companies and then they have maybe a small application that they automated for them or put in, in, in the cloud. And then from there, they always license, uh, they always negotiate worldwide agreements so that once they are in, in a big company approved by IT integrated, it's easy to expand into other applications, into other divisions, other country subsidiaries, for example. And just recently they have announced um, a very big social media company Fortune 50, um, my guess it's Facebook. I 
don't know exactly, but there's not many, many others that fit. And just today they had another announcement um, about a recurring uh, licensing revenue deal with a, consume, uh, a Fortune 10 consumer tech software and something else companies, how they described it. And my guess is it's probably Apple. Right. You own the stock, right? Yes, I do. Yeah, I own the stock as well, for disclosure. Uh, I, I bought it today based upon the growing excitement I see on the platform. Why should somebody buy it? What do you see happening? So what is uh, important to know is they have a very big backlog. The backlog is is such uh, that it includes some upfront work and it includes some recurring licensing revenue. And based on what the CEO told me that they want to, within a year, have 60% of the backlog converted, that would already mean a doubling of revenue. So based on what we know now, based on management's guidance, um, they should basically grow revenue 100% year over year until let's say at some point next year, next fiscal year. Um, and most of that revenue will be recurring licensing revenue. So very high margin, 90% plus, um, they are currently already break even. And from there, the business model really scales well. So they do this upfront, this upfront integration work once and have basically forever this recurring revenue. And not only that, they also partner with bigger companies, for example, Info, uh, for example Infosys, to get into financial companies like Citigroup, for example. So that's not officially announced or something like that, but that's how they approach it. And they do this upfront work once and then forever, basically high margin recurring licensing revenue. All right, and well, it's, I'll be it's paying a beautiful business model. I'll be paying attention to the continuing updates. It sounds like they're on a roll announcing a lot of business. Well, that's Absolutely. 10 minutes. Thank you, Florian. We are Breakout Investors. Please join us for discussion on this podcast and for other breakout ideas on our discussion platform at app.breakoutinvestors.com.